Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Ready to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, December 23rd. Listen, you all can choose to be upset about football or you can just sit back like I am and enjoying the University of Tennessee Volunteers basketball school. That's true. Or you could just watch The Rock constantly. So if you want I have to. enjoyed The Rock feed. You're right. <laughs> That's a good point. The Rock Feed's been fun. I'll say this about Tennessee. It's never not entertaining. Dole is not a part of our name. Exactly. It's not. Chaos is in Tennessee Volunteers somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, yeah. Somewhere. It's in there. Um, it has – I mean, it's been a fun past few days. <clears throat> it has been hilarious to watch Auburn's coaching search go off the rails and still – not even come close to contending with Tennessee's coaching search in 2017 or an even lesser crazy one in 2009. Yeah. How about that? Auburn one where everybody's just telling them, no, I think, I don't think it was ever as big of a deal as I think Auburn fans wanted it to be like a Tennessee search. They were like, I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to struggle, if we're going to do a coaching search, we might as well make it fun. And they didn't even get to do that. Yeah, you didn't even do it right. <laughs> no, that that's not how you do a coaching search. That's absolutely right. <laughs> yep. Hey, maybe we'll get find out. I, I nope. Basketball school. Don't even care. All right. Only basketball. Don't basketball only. Don't even care. Dude Coast into victory is fun. It is fun. And it's really fun when you get to flaunt a victory cap. I'm keeping it on. I don't care if it looks weird like this. That's a beautiful hat. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I like that. It's a good style. Yeah. We're still taking recommendations for a new one because we think that one's going to be worn out by March. Yeah. It's definitely going to have a couple holes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, some wear and tear. So, yeah, we, we want to get a different one. So We've got to find a way to get that uh, mailed to, to Barnes and the boys to wear when they, when they hoist when – they're, when they're cutting down the nets. I like the uh, – Maybe not copy the baseball because I don't think I could pull that off. But their uh, pink daddy hat that they wear after they hit a home run. Right. I, I like to. I don't know. Just mix it up a little bit. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. See, might throw some ideas at me. We'll have to see if Vitello can get you one of those. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that is awesome. I can't. I can't wait. We are. We are talking football because Tennessee somehow swindled their way out of a bowl game, which I'm okay with. 
Very convenient. I'll say that. Correct. Correct. Very convenient. Uh, we're talking transfer portal. My man, JT Stroud has entered it. <laughs> Sounds like he's gone. But it, like, do you think he's 100% gone, or do you think he's just exploring his options? I'm surprised you didn't have, like, a Viking funeral for him. We can do that. We can do we that. Can. Yeah, we can do that. I regret when I said he was the most talented player on the roster, I regret not wanting him to play more that year because he probably should have been. Yeah, I mean, he just wasn't given an opportunity this whole time he was here. Um, even at the end of this year, it wasn't – you just threw him out there because you weren't playing JG is kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah, and, I'm, you know, most people are saying – why play him anyways? I and you know take a reps away from Harrison Bailey. In my opinion, which it didn't look like this, you should have been playing him because he gave you the best chance to win. But it didn't really look like that, so I definitely understand the frustration. Yeah, I mean now you look back and you're like, well, Bailey should have been playing the entire time because yeah. you know we were both. I mean, I was shocked by the transfer just because you mentioned he seems like he wants to be here. His girlfriend's at UT. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought he might be transferring, but we thought there were some things that could keep him here. Um, yeah, so I definitely was, thought we we would see Brian Maurer enter before JT Shroud. What happens if Brian Maurer also enters it? I really won't care. But I mean, but from a just a from a like depth chart standpoint. Oh yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean it, it's going to be paper thin in the quarter. Might end up playing a wide receiver there. Yeah, I mean, now you're looking at, like, maybe getting one transfer quarterback. Now you're probably going to have to get two. So we got to talk about both ends of the transfer portal then. Is, uh, is Jancic still there? <laughs> let's, uh, let's hope so. Uh, we're also talking QB room. Talk a little bit. We'll, we'll combine those two. And then, of course, basketball school. I tweeted it last night. Will they do it tonight? Orange jerseys, man. I hate that about basketball. They should be wearing their home – color at home i want to see orange jerseys tonight they look so good they look so good and we're never gonna i mean i don't think i'll be attending a basketball game this year um, at least that i'm aware of right now so it wouldn't matter for me anyways i'll get to see him the same regardless but i want to see him at home yeah i want to at see least, him at home yeah at least a couple games do like the i'd like the rivalry games like the games you play like two you play two sec games i would like to see like you, you wear white because that's traditional, I guess, and, and then you wear your home color for the, the other game. Yeah, that, I mean, that or just every time Tennessee and Kentucky play. Or I really think every time Tennessee and Memphis plays, it needs to be blue and orange. Mm. I love that. They didn't wear orange last year and Memphis came. I was upset. But it, it definitely needs to be a blue and orange game. Uh, then we've got a college ball preview for this week. Um, what about BYU and UCF last night? Lock, baby. Did you bet the over? Huh? Did you bet the over? I bet you see or uh, BYU to cover. Nice, nice. I don't know what the over was at at the start of the game, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it hit. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I think it was around sixty something. So oh, I'm pretty sure. I think almost hit in the first half. Then. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. We'll do a little college football preview. Talking bowl games, college football playoff. It's here what seems like sooner since the season didn't end until December 20th. Yeah, it is weird. Like, Selection Sunday was, was Sunday, and then you've already had bowl games already started. Very yeah, the Myrtle, the Myrtle Beach Bowl was played on Tuesday night, Monday night. I kind of like it this way, but yeah. 
Tennessee would have less bowl wins because Butch Jones wouldn't have a month to prepare for a, a Big Ten opponent. So, <laughs> true, true, true. It worked out in our favor those years. Right, right. Um, I think we made. I think Tennessee made the right decision this year. Somehow, somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we've got uh, NFL power rankings. If you got questions, do it. Drop them. We'd love to see it. And then we've got uh, jumbotron and stupidities and epidemic this week or today, as always. And guys, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, uh, Blue Water Climate Control, and Hound Dogs. Um, go check out Blue Water Climate Control for all your HVAC needs. It's getting cold, getting really cold. It was actually kind of warm to, uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. um, but in the night, it got really cold. I went out in my garage. I was like, oh, God. It is freezing in the mornings. Yeah. And, and in the evenings, I guess. But you get it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's talk. No bowl game. Balls aren't going to Liberty Bowl. I like it. <laughs> Sad. No, I mean, it. like, when you look at it, it's kind of like it could only hurt you, really. Because, like, if you go win the Liberty Bowl at three and seven, does it really do anything for your season? I mean, sure, the Vols could have used the practice, I guess, but has – talk about 15 extra practices – how many of those would they have been able to even have everybody? I mean, sure, you could always use the extra practice. I just don't know how much it really helps the team. So I don't know. Like, I just – For next season. Right. I just think it's better to – this see, three and seven, it seems like it's better to just say, hey, guys, we're moving on from this. Because you're probably – like, for, from a realistic standpoint, it just seems like Jeremy Pruitt is still going to be here this year. So, just, guys, it's done. We've got to put this in the past. Let's Let's move on from it. Let's get better. I think it was just – I think it was the right decision to just say we're done with this season. Yeah, because you don't have a full month to, to practice. You have, what, maybe seven, eight practices in that. Yeah. I mean, and then with limited guys, you have guys entering the transfer portal. So, how much does JT Shroud stay? And so, he maybe plays a half a game in the Liberty Bowl. And so, that's kind of a waste anyway. You're giving guy, guys half the reps that aren't even going to be here. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, – yeah. It, it's different. Like, you know, I said the Brian Kelly thing was stupid if they couldn't play because of fans or whatever. Um, that's a dumb thing to do. You're playing for a national championship. Coming from a 3-7 and seven team, the guys aren't – I mean, even if he hadn't lost locker room yet, the guys aren't invested anymore. No. It would – it's a good thing. It's it, it's time to put 2020 behind the, this Tennessee volunteer football team. Yeah, I, I do think it's pretty convenient that we had so many people get COVID. I'm not trying to say that was intentional, but it, it just seems right. kind of strange that, like, we haven't really had COVID this whole season, and then when all this is going on, it, it's kind of convenient. So. Convenience, is, uh, convenience is key. I wish we could have got out of that Texas A&M game. That would have been nice. <laughs> Do you think we didn't because the SEC was like, you have to play this game? I mean, A&M, A&M should be in the college ball playoff. Yeah, they, they probably would have made Tennessee play regardless. And, and what I don't get is, like, they made Vanderbilt play Tennessee. Correct. And Tennessee couldn't play in the Liberty Bowl. I mean, I don't know how many people have – Tested positive. I know Jeremy Pruitt was one of them, but there's been I mean, teams that, playing without head coaches. That Vanderbilt team had 49 scholarship players. 
whoa, 50, 50, because Sarah Fuller doesn't count against their scholarship, but she's on scholarship. Well, she's leaving. She was, I'm just saying she was at, she played in the Vanderbilt game. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 50, whatever. I think that's important to note. Treat her as equal. Okay. <laughs> it's important to note. So West Virginia and Army, right? For now. So we'll get to see the the uh, next <laughs> Tennessee head coach. <laughs> well, I think South Carolina was like, "Oh, Tennessee got out of that bowl game." Oh yeah, Can we get out of it too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. And you know what? Don't blame them either. Top, same thing for South Carolina. Let's put twenty twenty behind us. I mean, I know that. I guess that I, some people were like, probably like, "That's a loser mentality." It's not fun getting your brains beat in. And why would you do it when you don't have to? I actually picked South Carolina. That was one of my losses to beat UAB. Mm. Wow, that's pretty bold. UAB won the uh, <coughs> – they, they won their conference. I just thought Kevin Harris would run all over them. It's fair. I mean, it, they probably should beat them. I don't think I picked them to Good win. Up. I think I picked them to cover three and a half. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you, do you have locks this week for us in college football? <clears throat> Um, not really. I, I'm not. I'm not good like you are. So I'm gonna Man, say I just went zero and four. I think I got lucky and went zero and three this week. Oh, Vegas so always wins, huh? There was a void. Well, the coastal game was voided. I feel like there was another void. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and look. But the coastal game was definitely voided. Got me out of that. I probably would have ended up losing that one. It's all know. good. <laughs> we we live and we learn. Exactly. I, I'm still like 60, 70% right now. So if you've been riding with me all year, you're winning. It's fun. I did the uh, bet today. Um, Western Kentucky over 81. From Tennessee that Tech. Hit that? that hit? Yeah. Nice. It wasn't looking good. They had like 30 points at halftime. So I was like, oh, man. <laughs> wow. That's a big second half. It was a big second half. I think big... they scored 88. It's a large second half. I like that. So, yeah. I mean, coming through in the clutch. So you're, you're doing pretty good in college basketball. Yeah, I've I've learned to not just go with parlays because they yeah. just you're never gonna. But you're, you're throwing big like one time, but you're literally just throwing away money. But you're throwing fun parlays down, right? Yeah, yeah, I do like, but I, I separate the bets. That's I fair. do straight straight bets on all the parlay picks. Hmm. Landon's out here, guys. Landon's out here, give showing you the way. Yep. Hey, the way. Tennessee showing me the way. I'm not betting the, on it. the green way. Not betting on them. I will not do it. I don't care how rich you folks get off of it. I hope you do, and I hope you continue to do. I will not bet on them. You'll I'm screw it up for the for all of us if you do. I'm not ruining it. <laughs> I refuse. I appreciate it. Tennessee could be at plus 800 to beat uh, US or uh, South Carolina Upstate. What is it? US USC Upstate? Yeah, USC Upstate. They could be plus 800 to win. Not doing it. I will not ruin it. So it's uh, I think it's thirty-two and a half is what it's at right now. So I know how little I impact it, but it's fun to fill a part of it. I'm not super. I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. That's fair. <laughs> I get it. Ah, oh, dude, I, I can't wait to watch the balls tonight. It, it's it just feels feels so much better. And Missouri's not looking great. Struggle with Bradley. But I mean. Hey. Is that is that going to be like Hanzo's thing? Is like he's going to struggle against those teams and like yeah. really good teams? He's I mean, gonna, yeah. I think it's just college basketball in general. Like what we're watching Tennessee do is one, you've got a really good 
competitive team that ha- that's craving to play. And then they've also played some bad opponents. Yeah. So it's – now, I mean, Auburn went to overtime with uh, St. Joe – no, St. Joseph. Joseph's. Yeah. They played App State last night and won by, what, 14? 14. So, I mean, obviously, Tennessee's really, really good. But it's also kind of a perfect storm of other teams aren't. And, and then I, th- I just think with the way this Tennessee team plays defense, they're not going to go into close games with those lesser opponents. Yeah. I mean, like Tennessee and Vanderbilt, when, when they're like number one, they went to the wire with Tennessee. And right. they, luckily Grant scored like 40 points. <laughs> yeah, <or>. exactly. yeah. <laughs> right, right. That Vanderbilt team wasn't good either. No, they're terrible. Uh, let, let's keep talking football a little bit. Well, I mean, oh, oh, Deshaun Rucker last night signed a little team. We got some good team news. We got needed it. Ink. Yeah. And uh, I know some people are probably, oh, he's just a three-star. And he is. I mean, he's not rated very high. Um, but he's a guy I really like watching on film. Um, flies around, kind of plays all over the field. Uh, he played safety, and I think he really kind of played everywhere in high school in the secondary. Um, a lot of his film was at safety, though. Uh, I don't. Do we know what position they're going to? Moving uh, he'll he'll be he'll be a defensive back. Uh, you know, he looks more like a safety right now. He's just a stockier mm-hmm. guy. Um, I mean, who knows what his body looks like in two years? Yeah, I, I would think he stays at safety just because he he does a really good job of covering a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, he's probably more of a run support guy, um, and, and we would like some guys that are better in pass coverage right now. Uh, Tennessee needs that. That's what they're lacking at. Um, their safeties do a really good job in run support, but he is very he, fast. He does have really good ball skills. He is an athlete, runs track, plays basketball. So, yep. you know, it's not just a one-dimensional Absolutely. kid. And I, I know the staff really likes athletes, um, especially in the secondary, and they got another one with Sean Rucker, who is a guy that will go and, and knock your helmet off if – Got to keep your head on a swivel going over the middle with, with him or lurking around. I love it, baby. Love it. JT Shroud. JT Shroud, the most talented quarterback at Tennessee. Ever. You heard it here first. <laughs> He's going to be the next guy with country music stars. Hanging out. Oh, yeah, 100%. And Drew Holcomb. Drew Holcomb didn't get any love. I'm a big Drew Holcomb guy. Um, didn't get a lot of love from the media when the picture of Morgan and Kenny and I don't, who, all, who else is there. There are a bunch of guys. Luke Combs uh, is there, Swind- wasn't he? Cole Swindell. Uh, yeah, Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Did we ever find out where that's at? That didn't look like the pictures I've seen of Saloon 16. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I mean, the obvious is, is that, So, is there a Peyton's place somewhere else? Not that I've been – not that I know of. So, he doesn't have anything in Nashville? Oh. That's where I, that's where I assumed it would probably – like, if it wasn't in Knoxville, it was probably in Nashville. Right. With all those country music stars. I mean, one would just guess. No, absolutely. I, I don't know. I'm not aware of any. Um, I just don't – I mean, all the pictures I've seen of 16, it looks kind of smaller. Um, and it's all orange. And I didn't see anything orange in that picture. Yeah. I don't so know. I no clue. But um, it, it's good to have Kenny Chesney on your side, I guess. It means – For now. He means – he, he, whether he, you think bad of his opinion or not, at least he thinks you're good because – He's as bandwagon as they come. Yeah, it's true. Well, it'll be an Alabama fan when they win the national championship. Absolutely. Like Butch Jones. Yep. <laughs> Still wearing that crimson. He's got the wrong shade of red on. Oh, God. <laughs> it's terrible. 
That's terrible. Um, yeah, JT Shout transferring. Good for him. He he wasn't going to be used properly. He could yeah. he could land at another Power Five school though, and, and be very successful. Yeah, I think he's he's got the arm talent. You know, you you would like to see maybe some uh, decision making kind of improve, but I mean, he's young. Arm, though. Yeah, arm talent. You're not going to find somebody. I mean, he was Tennessee's best quarterback when it came to arm talent. 100. Mm-hmm. percent He'll have three years of eligibility, correct? So he's a junior, right? He was a so he got redshirted in eighteen. So he's a redshirt sophomore. But this year's a free year of eligibility, correct? So he'll get three, right? Three years. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm not saying he'll use them all, um, but that's got to be attractive to a lot of teams. Yeah. I mean, this is the perfect year for a transfer quarterback mm-hmm. because, I mean, this past year didn't mean anything. Right. I think Jake Bentley, I saw where he's in the transfer yeah. portal. I didn't even know he was at Utah. Was that where he was? Had no yeah. idea. No yeah. clue. No clue. Um, so, Tennessee's got Tennessee's going to have to look at the transfer portal. Is there anybody that you've heard go in that you're like, that would be good to get on your roster? Uh, Bailey Zappi. Um, I've kind of – Heard some stuff about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Danny Siff follows him on Twitter, so I don't know if there's already uh, maybe talks in that. Um, that that's the player uh, personnel guy for Tennessee. Right, right. He's a guy that they almost beat Texas Tech. Um, didn't have a lot of talent around him, but threw for 15 touchdowns, um, one interception on the season. I think they only played four games. And threw for like three thousand yards. So, oh wow, yeah. not three thousand, maybe two two thousand. That sounds more. Right. But yeah, just, just uh, two thousand in in five four games, whatever it was. That's still very impressive, even for the Big let Twelve. Me, let me look up his stats. So eighteen hundred, eighteen hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns, one interception, and four games. Those games were against Eastern Kentucky, Louisiana Tech, Texas Tech, and North Texas. Gotcha. Okay. Because, I mean, I like Harrison Bailey a lot. I think he's very talented. I like Caden Salter. I think he's very talented. Um, only one of those guys has game experience. Um, I think we've seen the best out of Brian Maurer. This team's this, – this roster is going to need a quarterback, preferably with some kind of college football experience um, that it can – I mean, maybe not a starter, but can provide at least some depth. Yeah, with, with Bailey, Bailey Zappi, I, I think just – you look at the one interception in four games, and you're like, okay, he takes care of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only does he do that, he, he's completing completing 65% of his passes. Um, there you go. Super accurate. I mean, just a guy that I think he's – this is his third year, so he would have three years as well. There you go. I think or yeah. two years. Sign him. Yeah. Yeah. Sign him. I, like I, think, I mean, Tennessee needs all the help they can at the quarterback position because – you have Harrison Bailey, who didn't get a ton of looks Mm-mm. until the end of the year. You have a true freshman in Caden Salter. Brian Maurer is still here for now, but, I mean, the staff kind of already looks like they made a decision with him, not even going to give him a chance. So Right. right. And he's always kind of it, – it, it seems like he's always trying to threaten that he's going to leave. He just puts weird stuff out on Twitter. So, who knows what Brian Maurer – what's going through Brian Maurer's head. It's important, too, to just never – always believe what I mean same, same, same things for verbal commitments and even um, 
you know, guys who are apparently hard commits. Um, until the until a guy between the age of 18 and 22 does it, don't believe <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Brian Maurer will probably be around just because that depth chart gets thinner. Um, he does seem to like it at the University of Tennessee. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, until he leaves, I, until he leaves, I don't I, – I'm not expecting it. I mean – He's going to have to do it for me to go, yeah, he, he, even if he entered the transfer portal, that's a guy that I'm like, I still could see him coming back. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, I, I don't think even Brian Maurer knows what he wants to do. Probably not. It doesn't seem like it anyway. Right. Probably not. Um, and, and then Austin Pope enters the transfer portal. I thought that was – you know, it, it wasn't a big deal like this season because he didn't – he set out this whole season uh, due to injury. Um but that's a guy who next year you'd probably rely on pretty heavily yeah. at that tight end position. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. You, you haven't really utilized him in the passing game. He was kind of a, a pass catcher out of high school mm-hmm. at CAK. So you know, maybe that's what he's looking for, more opportunities in the passing game. Um, mm-hmm. He did a great job of blocking. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think he, he's going to probably – find a, a good home right I mean and that's the that's where you're gonna miss him most is, is his run blocking I mean this year when you needed tight ends to run block you're rotating offensive tackles in different jerseys um yeah. you did see at least some tight ends get involved at the end of the year I, I've always liked Jacob Warren um he's always been a little undersized he did put on some weight when he got on the campus um but being being little in the SEC doesn't pay off in run support um so he just wasn't really able to get the job done Next year, can he grow after getting more playing time this year? Maybe. We'll see. But it, losing Austin Pope, a guy you thought you would get back next year coming off of that back surgery, um, you were hoping you would get him. And, and he hadn't been phenomenal in the past game, um, but he definitely more than made up for his position by being really effective in the run game. Yeah. And, and you mentioned Jacob Warren and a guy like that who, you know, came to Tennessee to catch passes. Mm-hmm. He didn't come here to block. I mean, let's be <laughs> <Right>. honest. <laughs> Um, I didn't come to school. I didn't come here to play school. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you have to utilize him in the passing game more. I mean, you saw that touchdown against Texas A&M. You know, the the kid can be utilized. You just have to do it. You just have to, I mean, get a quarterback that can throw it to a tight end accurately. (laughs) Um, Because that can be be a quarterback's best friend is just a check down to a tight end. I mean, Tony Romo's – most of his yards came to Jason Witten. I was about to say, um, someone should ask Tony Romo how he stayed in the NFL so long, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say Jason Witten had a lot to do with that. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, because if Jason Witten wasn't there, he's going to hang on to the football and just get killed. <laughs> like he did a lot of the time anyways. Yep. So, yeah, that, that can be a, a quarterback's best friend. So, I'd like to see Jacob Warren kind of utilize and, – and Princeton fan too. You right. know, neither one of those guys are just – I mean, Princeton fan came in as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I think I when when you you mentioned that we had to put offensive tackles in, you know, Wanya Morris is in number twenty three. I mean, you, you know that your run blocking ability at the tight end position is just not where you need it to be. Right, right. Which is unfortunate. So, so losing Austin Pope for next year really hurts. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, all the transfers that we've seen, um, Brandon Johnson, JG, JT, um, Jordan Allen, 
there was another uh, Jackson Lowe. I mean, yeah. none of those guys really had an an impact other than JG, and it was a it wasn't a positive impact. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean those those losses aren't killer. Um, I mean, you never really necessarily want to see somebody transfer, um, but maybe it'll be best for those guys. I think it's definitely best for JG. Um, we, we talked about a, it. We should do like a Viking funeral for everybody who transfers. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big Viking funeral guy. It'd be funny. I, Hilarious. <laughs> what do we What do we ship them out in? Like, what do we ship them out? Um, hmm. I have to think on that. Like styrofoam or something. <laughs> I, I don't think styrofoam burns. <laughs> Doesn't it like melt? Oh yeah, we do have to. You have to uh, shoot it, don't you? With the flaming bow and arrow yeah right? yeah um i'm not very accurate with a bow and arrow so um maybe we just lot it before we send it off <laughs> yeah i think that's <laughs> before it floats out there um untouched but that would be um a perfect just summary of tennessee football if that's true yeah unable to get the so train we just have a viking funeral for the whole program itself <laughs> i don't think anybody would be upset at this point if um Neyland was shipped down the tennessee river on fire i don't think a lot of people would be sad <laughs> Now, we would have to make sure we kept Thompson um, safe during that, yeah. but mm. I don't think a lot of people would be too sad. So I wouldn't ma- mind if Thompson got like a – got redone. Just on the outside, man. The inside looks fantastic. Yeah, the outside is kind of an eyesore. But at the same time, how many arenas like look good on the outside? Yeah. Ours just looks like a big warehouse. It does. You're right. It's weird. You know what it's a warehouse for? Dubs. F- freaking – Dubs and um, John Fulkerson's <laughs> Pro- producing. Lifers. Lifers, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just producing it. I mean, Tennessee's a basketball school. Let's, let's get into that because we don't need to stay on football long. We do probably need to talk about the investigation today, but maybe we can get into that when we talk about stupid things. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I was just going to mention real quick, Will Friend, is he gone? Looks like he's out the door to South Carolina. Good. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know what I'm not we. Very... I don't know what, how we worked out that deal to not have to pay him a buyout, but at least I guess credit to Jeremy Pruitt for that. Yeah, Christmas is uh, the season of giving. So there, there you go, South Carolina. <laughs> if six assistants leave, you should have fired the head coach. Oh yeah, at that point, it's just like, why not just start all the way over? It'd be different if you were winning national championships and six assistants were going because they got better jobs somewhere as head coaches or coordinators or something. But mm-hmm. when they just leave and you went three and seven, you should have just fired the head coach. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm I'm actually surprised we haven't seen more, like, guys that had an impact enter the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah, – I'm a little bit too. And maybe you will. I guess it's not – I guess you could see more. Oh, it's uh, definitely not too late. Yeah, so I'm sure there there will be more, and I'm sure we'll see more um, staff changes. I mean, he's going to already have to um, change the – or hire a defensive line coach. It looks like an offensive line coach. And where are games won in the trenches, and we're going to have to start all over at both of those positions. Yeah, I think it's good that, um, you know, Jim Chaney at least will assume he'll still be involved. Um, and, and I hope his his – Focus former. shifted this year with the offensive line. <laughs> yeah, bring Fulmer back. Um, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, just, man, 
I have a theory about the investigation. Okay. It's like a lot of it's going on about a leak and like who leaked it, who's the source. I think Jimmy Brumball ratted him out. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm going to get my money and I'm going to screw you on top of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, disgruntled ex-employee. <laughs> yeah. You can't fire I, him. I like that thought. Um, I like that. I, you know, it is interesting to see everybody was, you know, that you had, you had that quote that I mentioned that was incredibly dumb about everybody knows they're cheating and then Florida gets caught. And I mean, it's not a big deal, obviously. It's, it's pretty much the same thing Jay Graham got. Yeah. But it is funny. It's like, oh, yeah, Tennessee's the one blatantly cheating. Okay. Or the only one, I guess. Come on. It's everybody. It's everybody. And you know what is funny, too, about the Dan Mullen thing? I don't know if you've had a chance to like read what it was all about because it is part of it was he did go to high school and had um you know contact with a with a player that he shouldn't have but also they had um impermissible contact with like 150 athletes that came through on a vi- like that's a lot of athletes that you impact it wasn't one right yeah it, <laughs> yeah you didn't really get any like that was a big number i thought that was like a yeah a misprint i was like 100 it was like 127 or yeah, something like I that i was like mm-hmm. my god <laughs> i'm like i mean i get that it wasn't they weren't paying 127 guys but it's like that's a lot of accidental contact <laughs> yeah yeah for you just get a one-year show cause i mean you can't really do half that stuff anyway right now so it doesn't matter <laughs> well it, it'll carry over to next year or the okay. first year that, like, recruiting is back to normal. Okay, so it doesn't have anything to do with – I thought I read January somewhere. Yeah, but it depends on what recruiting looks like. So, like, if they, okay. if they can't resume – because, like, typically you can't even go off campus to recruit right now anyways. And so, if that's the case, it'll go to next fall or something like that. I'm just like, dude, get all your cheating out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. NCAA's not going to know what to do. You're right. Uh, the investigation's interesting. I mean, I don't – Apparently, we talked about this. Apparently, the, you know, there was rumors the NCAA wasn't involved yet. Now it looks like they are. Um, I mean, it's not a good time for Tennessee because the NCAA doesn't make examples out of their most successful programs. They make them out of the laughing stocks. Um, you know, Missouri with the, with the um, Tudor thing got freaking postseason banned for everybody. Um, while UNC skirted off, nothing happened. Um, LSU, nothing. Well, wait, still coaching. At yeah. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. They're not going to touch schools that they want, you know, that help bring in money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More happen. Yeah. And then LSU, LSU gets, gets to give themselves a freaking one-year postseason ban when they're four and six or whatever. I think they ended up. Five and five, didn't they? Because they won. They beat uh, Ole Miss. Yeah, I think they're five and five. What, but they don't care about a postseason ban this year. No. They and won it, the national championship last year. They're still yes. partying from that. Exactly. I would give up a one-year postseason ban every year after a national championship for the rest of my life. Yeah, just take a year off. Just celebrate it. Exactly. Everybody gets a red shirt. Yes. Bingo. <laughs> um, My thing with all that is – um, dang, I don't even know where I was going with that. 
I like it. Yeah. I'll, I'm just I'm just stuck on the the. Oh, can we get a self-imposed ban from going to Tuscaloosa next year? I think that would be smart. I think that would be the best thing. I would think that would be the best thing for the University of Tennessee, the University of Alabama, and also the NCAA. I think it, all parties involved win. Yeah, it, it's a great punishment. I think we should send Florida in our place. It's true, yeah. Or, or Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt has to play them. I don't know if they play them next year, but if they do, they have to play them twice. Be great. Exactly. Uh, I like that. That was good. Um, yeah, I, I would – I think that's a great NCAA punishment. Um, or I think it would be, um, you know, Bruce just did a barbecue. Um, Tennessee's out here, you know, paying for hotels for athletes. I think that's a 10-year show cause easy. Speaking of Bruce, he's not looking great. That's another okay. school. That, oh, yeah, he got the – he get, they did a self-imposed postseason ban. Knowing they weren't going to be good this year. It's so stupid. So dumb. Dude, we're going to destroy them. I hope so. I, I, the thing that pisses me off the most about Bruce is it's just like he – which I do like that he genuinely lo- – like he genuinely loves the University of Tennessee. We're like Lane Kiffin. He don't give a rat's ass about us. He'll act like it. Bruce at <laughs> least does really – like if you, if you tried to hire Bruce right now to coach football at Tennessee, he'd do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I bet he still owns his Gettys View house. I'll oh, I would. I wouldn't give that up. <laughs> I would, I'll give credit to him. He at least does love Tennessee. Can he uh, coach quarterbacks? Uh, it's about time. Let's try to find out. He is a live by the three, die by the three, so I wonder if he can coach like special teams. Maybe. Coach I'll the Tuckers. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'd, I was thinking about the Lane Kiffin thing. Speaking of some coaching search. Why do people want him back? I don't – that's my, That's what I was going to say. Is, is that is that just like a we just want to have a fun offense? Is that just wishful thinking or just like a, I don't know, a daydream? I don't, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, and then everyone's like, you know, and, and I'm in this boat of like I would have done – if I was the head coach at USC, I would – and Tennessee calls me, yeah, absolutely, I would leave. No doubt in my mind, and I get that. But you know what else I would never do? I would never return or even think about returning to USC. Right, yeah. And you can't hire – like, in any job you have, if you're like, all right, guys, I'm out, and leave, leave them high and dry, and then, you know, come back and, and fill out an application, they're going to laugh in your face. Yeah, it's definitely different if, uh, you know, he, he left at, the, at an appropriate time. Came back five years later, maybe. But, yeah, it's uh, – Tennessee would have – like, Tennessee would have a good offense, obviously, under Lane Kiffin. But you can't guarantee me we're going to win the East, you know, in three years, four years. Yeah, and why did I keep seeing Lane Kiffin's making a defensive change on uh, to his staff? I was just like, who cares? <laughs> He doesn't play a lick of defense. He does not care who it is. No. He's going to get the minimum deal, whatever that is, whatever Osevet's making at Tennessee, whatever that deal is. He's giving that to some Joe Schmo that can maybe recruit a little bit. (laughs) Even that, like, why are they recruiting? They they don't care. Like, we're going to boat race everybody we play. It's uh, it's 
Dirk Chris Durkin is that his name? Is it the, DJ? Huh? It's not DJ Durkin, is it? The old Miss defensive coordinator? I don't know. I don't know. I it, bro. One of the Durkin guys. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it, 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 like you said, they he probably doesn't even know that he has a defensive coordinator on staff. Yeah, Durkin. Durkin and Partridge were the co-defensive coordinators. What? Okay. That's yeah, cool. it, it was DJ Durkin. Where was where was he at most recently? Doesn't matter. Go out. We can skip this. We can talk about that later. You all don't want to hear about DJ Durkin. I know that. He was at Maryland. Maryland. That's right. That's right. Because he was probably somebody that uh, John Curry talked to about the Tennessee opening. Durkin, no, Durkin was the guy that was involved with all that mess in Maryland, right? With the kid. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, sorry. We can get, a, we can get away from that topic. We can talk, we can talk <laughs> about it later. Nobody wants to hear about DJ Durkin. Yeah, let's um, get the basketball. Yeah, for real. Let's, let's talk about it, man. 100, 100 points again. First time since 2009. They thought it was 2006. It's actually 2009. Uh so who were I saw it two thousand six. It was uh, Texas and who else? So who was it in two thousand nine? It was UNC Asheville and North Texas. Okay, gotcha. Um, and I think in two thousand six it was Tennessee Tech and Texas. Gotcha, or something, yep. something like that. Yeah. So so the Vols did play St. Joseph's on Monday night. Again, just looked really good. I mean. It's hard to really, you know, put into perspective like what what the team exactly, you know, how they look, what are, what are they doing? That's um, they just looked really, really good again. They just all mesh together, mm-hmm. and it's wild because there are a lot of new guys there, and they did have the weird off season. But for this team to look the way that it does at this time period is wild. Yeah, I mean, they're, but they're what I would guess one thing that helps them mesh well so together is how hard and competitive they play. You talked about it um, Friday night against after the Tennessee Tech game. You've got guys diving for loose balls up by 30. You've got guys boxing out hard late in the second half. I mean, they just play so hard. They know that, you know, the guy that comes in the game is going to play really, really hard. I apologize for the sound. Um, hmm. Yeah, a little ESPN action over here. Um, Dang, dude. You got those that drum line playing? Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> but you just, I mean, they just play incredibly hard. Um, I'm liking Victor Bailey Jr. The more and more he plays, uh, I just like how ready he is to shoot. Hopefully, those three start falling a little bit more for him. Um, but he he's ready to shoot a lot. Uh, man, Jaden Springer and Keon Johnson just keep looking better and better each game. We got to get the Team Keon, Team Springer shirt or Team Jaden shirts printed. Um, God, but uh, you know, it's funny. Everyone's like, it's hard to choose, you know, the favorite guy on your team. No, absolutely. It's hard to choose, uh, man. How can you not love watching these five-star freshmen that you're probably only going to get for one year? Yeah. And they're going to go probably in the first, both of them go in the first round of the draft. And then we have two new favorite players in the NBA. So it's exactly. great. Exactly. It, it, it gives Tennessee fans a reason to watch the NBA and not just the Boston Celtics. Um, where Grant is or 76ers, where Tobias is, or I think the Mavericks is where Josh Richardson is now. 
Um, so, yeah, you got some some more guys in the NBA sprinkled around the NBA. And I, I think these two guys are definitely going to be like – they're going to be really good players in the NBA too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they look how quickly they've developed here with, with a little bit of uh, – just a little bit of game experience. They are, they are getting more minutes each, each game. Um, kind of see what happens with USC Upstate. That's your, your last one before the December 30th matchup. That opens SEC play in Columbia, Missouri. I'm pumped. Um, don't exactly, you know, it's going to be interesting because I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's even going to be played and coached differently from Colorado because Colorado is your opening night. Your guys are so out of shape. Shots aren't falling. Um, they even got out-rebounded in that game. I'll be shocked if that happens this time around, but um, it's going to be curious to see. I'm sure the minutes will tighten up a little bit, uh, you know, at least for those guys outside the first eight. Those minutes will definitely tighten up. Uh, doubt you'll see guys like Urosh or, or Gaines. Macy, Kumwa, probably won't see him for, you know, seven to ten minutes like you have the past couple games. Yeah, I just love how, I'll like you mentioned it, the competitiveness with everybody because – I'm sure, like, those two freshmen, they want to start. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they've never played on a basketball team where they haven't started. Right. Um, so, they, they definitely want to start. But um, – and and then you have the guys that are starting right now who aren't really doing anything to give it up. No. So, uh, you are playing about the same amount of minutes. You know, those guys are getting their fair share. Um, but I, I just love the competitiveness with all these guys. And it just seems like all of them understand the goal. Right. Yeah, there's a competitiveness, but there's not jealousy. There's a big difference. Yeah. Um, it, uh, you know, it, it's going to be – they're going to lose at some point. Like, they're going to lose a game. Um, <laughs> they're going to play a tight game at some point. It's going to be uh, It's gonna be fun to see how this team handles adversity. You do – I talked about this earlier in the, in the season before um, – probably even before the season got started. I think you have a really good mix of, of experience, um, veterans – uh, you even have guys like uh, Josiah Jordan-James, who, who is just a sophomore, Santiago Escobio, who is just a sophomore. But they played a load of minutes already in their college career. So, I mean, they're, they're borderline veterans already. Um, Victor Bailey Jr., you know, he's, he's played at another school and gotten plenty of – you know, I think he was, he was only averaging like eight minutes a game. He was not playing a lot at Oregon. But, you know, he did play. He did get to be on this team last year, even though he didn't get to see the court. Um, so, you do have a, a lot of veteran experience that even you know is is talented but then you have some freak freakish talent five-star guys that come around once a decade playing you know at Tennessee even less than that right now hopefully the trend changes um but you got two guys that are great freshmen that are seem to be adjusting pretty quick you're going to find out it's just going to be interesting to see how they handle adversity you mentioned those two freshmen they they they're not losers They've started on every team. Their teams have been – their AAU teams, their high school teams have been really, really good. Um, it is going to be – I want to see how they respond in adversity. I do. And I think with the veteran guys who were on a team that weren't so great last year, surely they know – you know, they know what it feels like to get blown out by LSU. They know, they know what it feels like to, to drop close games. Yeah, and they know what it's like to play in big games, mm-hmm. playing in Rupp Arena and winning that game, uh, a close game. Um, so, I mean, the, SEC championship games. Right. I mean, yeah, Fulkerson's played in those. East Bonds, mm-hmm. yeah. You, like you mentioned, you just have a good mix on this team of, you know, 
superstar talent mixed with veterans, mixed with, you know, Fulgerson, who's – when you look at him, you're like, yeah, that dude's not that great at basketball. Um, but then he, then he scores 10 with six rebounds, five assists. You're like, oh, man, that dude is all SEC. For he's me. all SEC, yeah. He's all SEC. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, last, uh, Monday night against St. Joe's, we held them to their lowest total of the season at 66. Um, and we also scored the most that any team has against them with 102. So, And they played they played Villanova. Yeah. Um, they played Auburn. So, I mean, they've played some some decent teams where, you know, Drexel's a decent team. Um, let me see who else they played. Oh, they played Kansas. Yeah. And lost by 22. So, yeah. I mean, they've they played pretty good teams. And for them to come in and, and we just, like, don't have an issue with them, I thought that was really telling to where this team is at. And they just make me happy, dude. It just makes me so happy to watch it's them. So, much fun. so, I didn't get to start watching until, like, 10 minutes, uh, 10 minutes left in the first half. And, you know, you turn it on. You don't even, you're not even like, oh, I wonder, you know, oh, I wonder what that score is. You're like, I'll oh, turn it on. We're up big. Perfect. Start watching. Yeah. And you, you have those kind of eight guys who are really in the rotation. And any, like any combination of those eight guys, everybody is a threat to score. Yep. And I don't think you even, like, even Grant and Admiral, I don't really think that was the case with them. Uh, no. like where, every, where everybody could score, like, to be in double digits. I, I don't I don't think you really had that night in and night out. You didn't even have everybody on the floor could score at any moment. I mean, at that point in his career, Pons was an offensive liability. Yeah. And there are times he went to the corner on offense and stayed. Um, yep. You know, and – okay, so, like, right now, you know, if Grant Williams – if this was a Grant Williams team, you – that that team that played in the SEC championship game, you knew where the ball was going late in games when you needed to happen. You knew where it was going. Where is it going now? I think you have a number of options. I don't think you, anybody could confidently say they know where the ball is going to go. Yeah, I think right now you probably would say Fulkerson just because yep. he's maybe done it before. But I, I don't. You, you can't just put five guys on him and expect to for it to go your way. Right. I mean, somebody else is going to score. I mean, I don't – With you mentioned Fulgerson's able to um, move the ball back out of the paint now. He's got more support around him. I don't – I think it would be hard to double-team him right now. Yeah, guys can shoot. They're knocking down shots. You have Josiah and Jordan James. I think he's right around 50% from three. Jaden mm-hmm. Springer's right around 50% from three. So, I mean, hey, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah, right. right. We'll make you pay for it. I love it, baby. Um, I love you know, it. I, I just love this this team and everybody can – can score, but everybody is able to fill up the stat sheet too with assists and, and rebounds, offensive rebounds. Um, and, and if one person has an off game, which Viscovi did the other night, he had, he didn't have a single point, and then he comes back w- with his performance against St. Joe's, where he was probably the player of the game in in my book. Mm-hmm. He had uh, let's see, I mean, he had sixteen points, seven rebounds, five assists. I mean, your your primary ball handler, who is probably the smallest—he definitely is the smallest guy on the team—is um, getting seven rebounds. Right. Pretty wild. Tells me there's uh, bodies being moved around too, which I like because you didn't have a lot of that last year. 
putting a body on a body. Yep. I love it. Box out, baby. Box out. I love it. This is what, so even even Uroch got in on the scoring action, hit a free yeah. throw. Love it. Oh, happy birthday to Uroch yesterday. Yes, happy birthday. And the orange jersey. Love it. Wear the orange jerseys tonight. Do it. And St. Joe's, did you see what St. Joe's coach said about the, the team after? Uh, that was, you know, this is one of the best teams he's ever seen, right? Uh, he said, Billy, it was Billy Lange, I think is how you say it. He said, that team we just played has very, very few weaknesses. That's an accurate description of this Tennessee team. Yeah. And that came from a coach who took Auburn to, over, to overtime. Yep. Took a Bruce Pearl team to, to overtime. Oh, my goodness, man. I'm excited. There's always that thought. It's just like, man, it's probably going to – something's going to happen. Is that yeah. just that Tennessee fan in me? But, hey, I'm going to enjoy it while it's here. I need to – I need to uh, – we're going to have to start working on our, a way to sneak into the Final Four right now. Mm. Weasel our way in. Where's it at? Um, I think <laughs> – I don't know where it's at right now. Unless they did finalize it, I think they were talking about moving the NCAA tournament to like one site. And I is think, it going to be Indianapolis? I think Indianapolis was was where that was. I don't know if that was finalized. Um, what the deal is, is uh, about? Does Peyton still have any pool up at Indianapolis? <laughs> I, I got to think so. Um, he's got a nice little statue out there. Um, so it, maybe we right can now, just right maybe now we can act Atlanta. like you're Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's like I'm retired. <laughs> exactly uh it's supposed to be in uh atlanta this year and hadn't been moved yet but I, th- I think they've discussed moving it to to indianapolis or moving the ncaa tournament to at least one location i think indianapolis was the leader for that so, i think we can yeah, we'll, we, we'll, we'll try to, we'll start working on weasel on our way in we got to be there yeah we got to yeah, get let's Maybe I can get in touch with some HVAC guys. We can just dress up in a Carhartt and and work our way in. Uh, I thought I thought we were going to go into the vents. I thought we were going to. Oh, hard. we could do that too. I mean, either way, <laughs> we can wear we can still wear Carhartt if you want. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Take Tim a trip Burchett. to Hammers. Tim Burchett will like that. Tim yeah. Burchett will like that a lot. <laughs> All right. Oh, I love it. We're orange tonight. We need orange. Desperately need orange. Bad. College football preview. You ready? Let's do it. Mm, I lost all my info here. Let me pull it up. Um, I mean, I guess we're talking about all football games. I don't know when bowl games are. I'll be 100% honest. Is there even more random this year? I kind of have all my bets done through, like, the 26th. Yeah, no, I've I've got all my locks through the first round of the college football playoff. So, it's the 30th, 31st, 30th. That's the first, right? Are they playing on New Year's Eve or New Year's? Okay, yeah, they are. So, so I've got them through the first. Yep. I'll go ahead and throw my locks out there. Yeah, go got, ahead. I've only got two locks right now. That may change. But like I said, this is through the first. So it'll at least get you get you a couple. Uh, my first one's actually on Friday, Christmas, Christmas Day. I've got Buffalo, minus four and a half over Marshall. <laughs> That's in the Crampton Bowl whatever that is, in Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> Yuck. I don't know. I don't, didn't know that was a bowl. You could have. I think I got Buffalo at two and a half. That's one of my locks as well. Yeah, I've got them at four and a half. Is that what I said? Yep, minus four and a half. Um, and then my last one 
for now is Florida at minus two and a half over Oklahoma. And that is in the um, – so would that have been the Rose Bowl? Or no, that's the Cotton Bowl. That's Cotton Bowl. Yeah, Cotton Bowl. Okay. I also want to go uh, – did you see the Tulsa-Mississippi State line? No, what's it at? Tulsa's favored like four and a half. You're going to take Mississippi State? I almost want to. That seems like a trap. Yeah, it does. That See, Nevada game was a trap. Could you, you you didn't bet on Nevada? I did. I didn't touch it. Oh, you didn't touch it. Okay, I was about to say I, I like Nevada. I would have. I would have taken did, Nevada who, had I bet. Did on. they play? Who did they play? Was it Tulane. North Texas? Tulane. That's right. That's right. You got yeah, I think Tulane was favored. Okay. I, I th- if I'd, I might have taken uh, Nevada then. Might have taken Nevada. Um, I also got another game I like, and, and that's uh, Memphis. It's a lot of points, though, so I'm not locking it for you guys, but you look at it. Maybe if you can tease it down a little bit. Uh, Memphis is a nine-point favorite of FAU right now. In the Mo- okay. Wait, that's the Montgomery. Oh, that's the Montgomery Bowl. Okay. Crampton Bowl is the name of the stadium, apparently. Ugh, gross. <laughs> Marshall and Buffalo are playing in the Camellia Bowl. Okay. Gross. Nasty. What is a what is the Crampton Bowl? Ugh, sounds like a. Uh, I don't know that that sounds like a uh, a trainer's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you got any more uh, locks or or good bets you want them to throw down this week? Um, let me see. So I, I have Buffalo um, over Marshall two and a half. I did a money line one, and I did South Carolina over UAB, but that got voided. Um, trying to think. Yeah, that's my only one so far is the Buffalo one that I've left. Uh, I, I did win the the BYU. I do have, but the rest of these I just did money line. I did a like a big money line parlay mm-hmm. and just Smart. pick mostly the favorites. I like it. How many teams? Eight. Mm. All right. Not, 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 uh, not flirt we're, with that parlay. I like it. We're two for two right now, so we're working. I do need LeBron to score uh, 22 points tonight. He's at 10 at halftime, so we need 22. I'll put 15 on it. So I love it. I love it. Because okay. Kyrie and KD screwed me because they didn't play the full. Actually, it wasn't them. I'm not going to blame them. I'm going to blame the Warriors for being absolutely terrible. That's fair. Um, they didn't even play the fourth quarter. So, <laughs> they had 27 at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, they should have they gotten there, no doubt. Ended with 48. So, yeah, that, that one hurt. So Right. I'm going to run through these, uh, these bowl games. I'll run through Friday, I guess, uh, or Saturday, uh, before okay. we see you next on Sunday. Uh Today, Louisiana Tech, Georgia Southern, and the RL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. Memphis and FAU, 7 p.m. God, they're letting people in New Orleans? <laughs> uh, in Bourbon Street, just like God, COVID? It's got to be. COVID <laughs> Street? <laughs> got to be. Thursday in the New Mexico Bowl, Hawaii and Houston. Friday, Marshall, Buffalo, Camellia Bowl, Crampton Bowl. You get it. Saturday, number 19, Louisiana and UTSA. 
Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Western Kentucky, Georgia State, Lending Tree Bowl. Saturday. I love this game. I want to bet on it. It's seven points. It scares the hell out of me. Liberty and number 12, Coastal Carolina in the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. So Army is TBD right now in the Radiance Technologies Bowl. So are they going to be playing? Yeah, theirs got canceled, so they got moved to the Liberty Bowl. Okay, good for them. I'm happy for them. Good for them. Oh, yeah, I see it now. It is marked as a Liberty Bowl. Wow, West Virginia just seven and a half or yeah, seven and a half point favorites. Over unders at forty three. Hmm. That's that's spicy. I like that. Spicy boy. I like that. I like it. Anything else you want for college football here? That's all I got. So who do you got in uh college football playoff? You got Clemson and Alabama? Clemson, Alabama. I think I could see Ohio State you know, making it a game, maybe giving themselves a chance in the fourth quarter. They were missing some players. Um, they hadn't played in, what, three weeks when they played Northwestern. Not that I – I mean, Clemson's played 11 games. Ohio State's played six. It's different. So, I think Clemson wins it. But if I was going to make one of them a game, it would definitely be the Clemson-Ohio State game. I mean, they're just seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Vegas thinks, you know, they may have a chance in the fourth quarter. Um, but that Notre Dame-Alabama game, it, it's 19-and-a-half points. I, I'd tease Alabama up to 25. Yeah, it's so because I mean, with, with Alabama, I mean it showed you're going to have to have a powerful offense to to even keep up with them, right? Um, and Notre Dame just does not have that. No, no, and there's you, not uh, a defense in college football that can that can touch Alabama. Right. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and call Alabama the your 2021 2020 national champion, whatever. Um, so, do you have any of those games? being a game or do you think Alabama Clemson no problem I'm kind of with you I, I can maybe see Ohio State being some sort of a game I, I think if because Trey Sermon I mean he went for 330 I think against Northwestern mm. so if they can slow the game down and just basically pound the football I think they'd have a, a decent chance but I think Clemson's going to be good up front where they're going to try to take that away from them. Yeah, no, they're – yeah. I mean, Clemson – but, but Justin Fields is doing a good game. He struggled the past couple of games. So, right. Um, you know, maybe we see a, a good game from him. I don't know. I, I just – I really don't see it. I really don't. No. Uh, no. I, I, I do think it's Clemson, but maybe they give, maybe maybe they make it a game. Yep. I, I just see this being the pretty much the same thing. You're in and you're out. <laughs> right. Right. Besides LSU. LSU got, got their due, got what they were due for. Good for them. Yep. And then they came and played a bowl this year. I'm sure they hate that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they hate that. They All right, NFL power rankings. NFL. Number one. You got Kansas City. Yep. Kansas City, Kansas City for sure. Number two. I got the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. You're you're talking to a fan of Josh Allen. I like it. I'm Josh Allen for MVP, baby. I mean, he he probably wins it, right? I mean, who else would win it? Mahomes. You're Derek, not. You're probably not going to give it to Mahomes again. No. Does Derrick Henry have a chance? Maybe the yeah. Titans finish really strong. Yeah, it's just a quarterbacks league. I agree. 
So Josh Allen has a chance. Allen has a chance. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's these three kind of quarterbacks that I have. So I have the Bills also at number two. Okay. And then I have the Packers at number three. So I think it's those three guys. Yeah. Why do we even? Why do we even do these? Who do you have four? Four. I got the Titans. Titans. I, I went Saints. Okay. I went the Saints. Um, I'm gonna go Titans. Go. Let's go one more week before I start moving you up. Let's okay. let's see you do it again. I I, I believe in them. Um, I still think that defense isn't good. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I, I want to see if – I think the, the Saints for me are at number five, and I think they can um, – when Drew Brees really gets back, mm-hmm. I feel like we could see uh, them kind of move up even even further. But um, I, I just like the Titans right now. I just – I think Tannehill's a good good quarterback for what they needed. When they signed him, I was like, yeah, he's not going to really do anything. But the dude makes plays – I don't know why everyone always falls for Derrick Henry getting the ball around the goal line and never covers him, but he makes them pay. So, right. Yeah, that de- that, that defense is a little sus. A little bit. Need them to pick it up. The third down defense, especially. Yeah. Tennessee just feeding off each other. Yo, uh, Titans. Titans are giving a little more hope to football fans. In the yeah, they're they're a little bit better on third down. But, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's do it. So you get, you got the you got the Titans at five. Yeah, sorry, I do have the Titans okay. at five. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I do. Stupidity. Stupidity. God. I mean, it's it's still feeling like a coaching search because there's so much going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go first. He's coming in hot, Wes Rucker. Suggestion, if you're one of those people who said Army should take Vols Liberty Bowl spot before the Vols had to bail with COVID issues, you never get to call anyone a cuck ever again. So, a cuckold is a man who likes to see other men have his wife, correct? Am I wrong in my definition? Yeah, you're, you're definitely right. If someone takes my place from getting butt effed every week, that's not a cuckold. And that's all Tennessee football lost seven games by 22, by 20 plus points or no, by double digits. Sorry. Yeah. No one's having fun. And even if you go and win the Liberty Bowl, what have you really won? I mean, people were pissed like, oh, we're going to go to the Music City Bowl again. What it, that's not anything. It's like going to a four-year-old's birthday party that you don't even know. Like you're not even like related to or anything. It's like your wife's cousin, and you've got to go sit through this party. Yeah. That's what going to the Liberty Bowl this year would have been like. I mean, yeah, and any other year you, you don't even go to a bowl game. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have got a bowl bid. You yeah. You got lucky. Twenty twenty is what it is. Liberty Bowl thought they could make money off Tennessee's fans. Yeah, that's it. Congrats. It's so stupid. And the tweet was even dumber. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> it's been a rough week for old 
Well, he yeah. gets called a – I think he got hurt. He got his feelings hurt because people call him. I've never done it. That I didn't remember. <laughs> I've never called him a cuck, but people have. <laughs> uh, my next one is uh, Juice Miss Schuster. Dude, you got to stop giving. Oh, I do like this about Dabo Sweeney, though. When you get you, – you give a team some motivation – Right. Which he did with Ohio State. I know. Killed him number 11. I do want to talk about that, though. <laughs> that's scary. But if you can back it up, that's something. But, Juju, why the heck are you making TikToks on yeah. another team's logo? You just give them motivation to – I love that he fumbled, like, basically on the Bengals <laughs> logo, too. That was awesome. I – the thing about – and maybe I, maybe I just didn't hear it. Dabo didn't say it, like, publicly. He, he just voted – Right. Yes. So he's not like gifting them bulletin board material. Like he's not. You no, know, but they're definitely going to use that. Right. But you know, it's a little bit different. Like Nick Saban, if Ohio State plays, Nick, if Ohio State does win, they've got bulletin board material. Nick Saban said in the press conference, it should be A and M over Ohio State. And it should be. Right. But I mean, like you say, that's bulletin board material. Like that is. Oh, uh-huh. we. It's his words. We can print it up there. And like he said it publicly against us. I mean, it's like. You t- tell, I, you know, you got to remind them. Teams like that, when you when you beat a team that you know you're going to see again, remind remind the players. Hey guys, that team's good. We're going to see them again. Let's uh, let's not give them a reason to be even more pissed off than they already are. Right. I mean, maybe he didn't know that was going to get released. <laughs> I, I mean, no. I mean, Dabo. Yeah, you're right. It is bulletin board material, but at the same time, it's not like it's not like what Saban said. Yeah, and he might have like a like they played five games, so why should they be in the top ten? I don't di- right. I don't disagree. And Clemson too, you're right. Clemson's way more in a position to like it's gonna be hard for Ohio State to follow up. Like, but like Juju, like, dude, if you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time, you're gonna get your head taken off. I'm like, dude, you're the worst. Ele- uh, were they eleven and two at that point? Now they're eleven three. They're the worst eleven and two team I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, we've they're been terrible. saying it. We've been saying that they they were going to fall apart at some point. Frauds. <laughs> Frauds, absolutely. Um, they're, they're they're the three F's. This is from my man Ed on the Bachelorette. Fake. What is? Oh man. Oh. There was. Can we three. call Emily in here. We. I had to watch the Bachelorette last night. Two hours. Oh, fake, fraud, and phony, and they're too dumb to know that phony starts with a PH. That's what it is. That's good. I like that. I think you mentioned that on the show. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, the season finale was not – or last night. Yeah, two hours. Two, two hours. hours. It, is, it, is, it is a long time. But you start at around nine. You can get – like on Hulu, you can watch it from the beginning. I was skipping ads. Like, nice. By the time you skip the ads, you're almost caught up. Nice. I like that. Smartland. Yeah. Um, my next one is Coach Cal up in Kentucky. Team sucks, and he goes on a Twitter thread about asking a player to leave. Dude, it's one thing to say in a press conference, and I'll still probably have a problem with what he said, even in a press conference, but it's one thing to say it to the media in a press conference, and it's another thing to tweet it. Yeah. You're talking about an 18-year-old. I assume Cam Fletcher's a freshman. Honestly, don't know. He probably is. That's probably a good guess. <laughs> You're tweeting about it. 
18 year old. Yeah. That's on your team that you're supposed to like, it's your job to take care of him. He's your player. You're his coach. And you tweeted that. Yeah. Why are you not more worried about losing? Games? You want to know why your culture's bad because of what you tweeted. That's why your culture's bad. Be better. Also, you don't see Rick Barnes recruiting five-star guys that want to come in and just play offense. Nope. Love to see it. Part of that culture. Well, I just like that Rick Barnes is always going to get guys he wants because he he's not he's not the three Fs. You know, when he brings guys in for recruiting, every guy that's committed says it. When he brings guys in, he's going to coach them up every second he gets. It's who he is. So, if guys don't like that, they're not going to come. And, that you know, you're going to miss out on some good players, sure. But they're guys that – and then they're not always going to be. That, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not putting a blanket. But some of those guys you missed out on that are good players could end up, could have ended up being detrimental to your culture that you, you built. Yeah. Oh, Ricky B definitely knows that a phony starts with a PH. <laughs> 100%. Um, my next one is bet the pigskin. And this is kind of on ESPN, too. Um, JT Stroud was in the game, and they kept calling him Sean Schamberger. Oh, like they – like the announcers kept doing it. Like ESPN had Sean Schamberger in the box score. Oh yeah, yeah. And so Bet the Pigskin was like Sean Schamberger airs it out for a forty-six yard touchdown to Cedric Tillman, cutting the Tennessee deficit seventeen thirteen. I'm just like Sean's a good quarterback. I don't know why you're what you're why can, you're trying to take that away. Can from you me. not do like a little bit of research before you just like oh yeah that's right? Or the can you not just you uh you copied the the video. So can you not just watch the video? That I mean, and getting it wrong once—it's probably a typo. Getting it wrong twice. Yeah, come on. Get, you you know. get a spot on stupidity. I just, I just expect better. So exactly, be better. I was like, some of the stuff I see, like that's really dumb. I can't even put it in there because, like, I expect that person to be that dumb. So I'm just like, they're not even worth the stupidity. I can't even call them out because it's, it would be an everyday occurrence. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you got anything else? Air Folk. Oh, Air Ponds and Air Folk? Yeah, the, the Folk Man. You, you, don't, you like the, the logo? The Folk Man logo looks good. It does look good. It I, looks... think, I think they should make it look really muscular and just go with the Incredible Folk. You can tell by, like, the outline that he's definitely white. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> it's probably best. What, what, part of that, what part of that outline are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Not that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Guys, it's been fun. It's been fun. I always appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening. We'll do it again Sunday night. Vols will Go be, Vols. Vols will be 6-0 and at that point. 6-0. and Tennessee wins and Tennessee covers. Oh, I like it. Half. 32 like and a half. Book it. Book it. Guys, play Caleb Fox. 22 and a half. 32 and a half. 32 and a half. Ooh, and you're, you're going cover? Until they prove me wrong, man. I love it. Rolling with it. I love it. That's a true. That's a true guy right there. Guys. We're going for a hundred again. Let's go three in a row. That's a guy's guy. I like it. And then Conzo is about to get it. Oh, Conzo <laughs> is going to get it, and I can't wait till we give it to Brucey for ruining everything the past two years. 
It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Pumped. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We Go check you. out our sponsors again. I love you too. Or are you saying it to me? Or- Everybody. You too. You're included. <laughs> You're included. I love you too, man. <laughs> We're bringing the boat in and we out.